Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. For those of you that are new to the channel, my name is Mo, and for those of you that are tuning back in, I really appreciate it. It's been picking up a lot of steam these past few days, and I really appreciate everyone listening in. And so today, we actually have a very special guest on the podcast, my good friend, and the one who kind of helped me get this thing going, Ali Gandur. Hey guys, I'm actually very excited to be on this podcast. I know you've been talking about this for a while. It was like one of your goals. Yeah. And well, congratulations on recently graduating from med school, man. Honestly, I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Same to you, man. You graduated from a pharmacy school. Right? Hey, we're trying. Yeah. Trying to be the good healthcare professionals out here. I like it. So what's like your first year been like so far going through residency? So I'm on my, you know, my second week of residency so far. So far, um, it's been pretty laid back. They have a split up into two groups, our residency program. We have about 30 residents in the program. Nice. Um, so half of us start on this research month where we're basically working on a couple of research projects um, as well as getting lectured at and learning procedures. Um, and the other half are taking care of patients. So this is like the preliminary steps before actually getting right. into the hospital and really right. starting? So it's sort of easier way in. You haven't um, seen anything crazy yet? Nothing crazy yet. I, I do take care of patients in the clinic. I actually had my first day yesterday. How'd that go? Uh, it was <laughs> it was a, it was definitely a different experience from being a medical student. I'm sure you experienced when you're a pharmacy student. Um, you know, you had some limited responsibility, but you know, the buck didn't really stop with you. Yeah. You always had someone over you to you know help you with the patients, uh, get orders in. But yesterday was the first time when I felt like. I, I was in charge of this patient. So, like, because your whole you're, that that was like the first time ever you've been in charge of a patient, right? So, give us right. like the whole rundown of mm -hmm. what she came in with, how, and what led to uh -huh. her hopefully getting out there with a clean bill of health. Right. So, I can't go give too much information. Uh, Hippo. Uh, yeah. Right. right. <laughs> uh, I'll give I'll give some basics though. There you go. Well, I'll talk about how it was when I walked in. So, on my first day, I was in charge of seeing the patient eliciting her concerns, um, coming up with a plan, doing all, all the orders and writing the notes. So basically everything. And I had a senior resident above me who would you know watch out for me, but other than that, I was pretty much on my own for the first time. So I walk into the room. Uh, it was a nice old person. We have a very unique population where they're hit with a lot of these chronic diseases. Um, that I don't think you see anywhere else, pretty much. Very big. Um, so I saw her. I'm telling you, the trippiest part about all this was being called doctor. When I walked into the room, I gave her my name as Ali, and then I like started. I was like, uh, I mean, Doctor Gandor. Not used to the title yet. Huh? Not not used to the title. It's gonna take some time for it to for me to warm Sink up in. to it. Yeah. Hey, well, yeah, at least you know she came out alive. <laughs> yeah, she came out alive, and then you know I did her orders, reordered her medications. That was terrifying because you don't want to give them the wrong medications. Right, you'd be surprised how often that actually happens in this country. So I sat there for an hour, checking and rechecking all the medication orders, making sure you know I talked to her other doctors to coordinate her care, um, talked to the attending physician on my team. But I mean, I felt a sense of pride and responsibility because she was my first patient um, it's what I mean anyone who goes into the medical field pharmacy dental field um, you're there to take care of patients mm -hmm. I think that's a big motivating factor for 
I feel like that kind of gets looked over a little bit now, mm-hmm. especially nowadays. People are just trying to get out there, get patients in and out as fast as possible. Right. Try to get money from the insurance companies, try mm-hmm. to do this and that. But at the end of the day, like, you're always taught that it's a very patient-centered approach in medicine now. Right. When I was overseas, okay, well, back in Lebanon, I used to see it. Look, the doc, like pharmacists were also people who really couldn't afford to go to the doctors there because mm-hmm. they were crazy expensive and no one really had insurance com- insurance like that. Really? So yeah, so they would always outsource it to other people. Like they'd go to their doctors too, but if people couldn't afford the doctor. They go to the local pharmacy, mm. and they would be able to diagnose them because they didn't really have laws there to prohibit. Doc- now they do for doctors writing scripts, but back really? in, that came in like 2017. Seriously? That yeah, late? That late. That's wow. where doctors were starting to write scripts for opioids, things like that. That's crazy. I know. So before that, they would just go to pharmacies. They would go to any local health professional and really have them diagnose their symptoms. Because these people just wanted to help the people in the community, which they knew couldn't really afford to see treatment there, which is wrong. Because mm-hmm. that's actually something America has over these other countries where you can't refuse seeing a patient. I mean, that's right, but I, I, I think in countries like Canada, for example, oh, where yeah. healthcare is socialized, I have a friend who says, you know, going into the emergency room in Canada versus going to one here, completely different experience. In Canada, she walks in knowing it'll be taken care of and she won't be hit with a bill. When she came to America, she didn't have insurance and she knew walking to the ER, she'd be hit with a bill for thousands of dollars if she, you know, got admitted and had to stay in the hospital. Um... I feel like in Canada, they also have a problem with long wait times for procedures as well. That's a that's definitely a thing. Um, yeah. That's definitely... Like so my sister's friend live, used to live in Canada. She said um, you sometimes have to wait seven months really? just, just to get looked at for, for a procedure. For what? what kind of procedure? wasn't exactly sure what kind, but she just told me seven months and I kind of really? ran with it. But yeah, that's why... So that's like... Universal healthcare has its good and bad sides to mm-hmm. it. And that's one I feel like that's kind of a barrier. Here, it's kind of messed up with the whole payouts and how much it costs, and that is a problem. But if you have something that needs to be done, you can generally get to, to it right away. Mm-hmm. And you'll never have to wait three if months in advance. You can get to it right away if you have the right insurance. If you have the right insurance and you're that's, able to pay for it. That's the big the caveat right that's there. That's the issue. That's yeah. the issue right there. If you want to be... I mean, there are places, especially around here in Detroit, there are a lot of free clinics and stuff you can go to if you don't have insurance. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, a majority of the time you need good insurance to get, you know, well, you're the right. procedures you're talking you. about. If you want a nose job, you're not going to get one without <laughs> no, insurance, of course. Right? And if you want to get the medications afterwards, you get, like, some of those can cost 70, 80, yeah. hundreds of dollars. Yeah, you'll be paying out your teeth. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how people do it in this country sometimes. But you mentioned earlier how they're just pumping out patients. That's because there's a bottom line sometimes that needs to be met. But that being said, I have met many doctors, pretty much all of them, um, that really care for their patients and don't care for the bottom line, uh, who will do their utmost to give the best care. Yeah, of course. That's mm-hmm. like at the end of the day what it's all about. Exactly. See all this good advice you get and to think for a second that... I was going to start this. You didn't have have the chance to like spread all this wisdom. Honestly, the podcast is a fantastic idea. I'm so glad you started it. Yeah, thanks, man. I wouldn't have started without you with all your... Because you remember you used to mess with a lot with the reaction videos back in the day. Yeah, I used to make videos back in high school um, when I used to game a lot. I'd record <laughs> that. And then in college, I made some. What well, game? RuneScape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was RuneScape. We were all playing that back yeah, then. Yeah, we were. Oh my god, um, that game was so bad. <laughs> but like, I got 
millions of views playing that game. And then on my reaction videos in college, I got about a million views. I'd say, you know, when you were thinking about how to start up, I think everyone gets this fear. Even I get the, got that fear too. I wanted everything to be perfect when I started. I wanted the best mic, the best camera, the best setup before I started. That's what I kind of was. Like, I went out and bought every, mm-hmm. like, bought these two mics because I had some kind of idea in my head of what I wanted. I was about mm-hmm. to buy three mics. Damn. I know. And I bought stands. I bought um, a lot. I bought stands. I bought two terabyte hard drive. I bought all this stuff. Right. And then, you know, you just told me you will never be ready until you actually go for it. That's exactly it. So if anyone's thinking of starting anything like this podcast, YouTube channel, just do it. (laughs) (laughs) As cliche as it sounds, just picking up your phone and starting to record or picking up your mic, whatever you have, um, is, will suffice. And then over time you build. You don't even need like too expensive equipment, honestly. When I made that channel in college and got over a million views, I was recording on my crappy laptop's webcam with the audio. You could even <laughs> hear us on the audio, but we got tons of subscribers doing that. So anyone can do it. Anyone can do it. I think my mic costs like 50, 60 bucks. The software is free. Shout out, you know, free plugin, Audacity, if they ever want to. <laughs> Audacity's clutch. <laughs> shout me out. No, but one day we're going to see your name like. Shamut Muhammad Shamut sells his podcast to Spotify for like a hundred million dollars. Well, I'd sell like my Joe. soul to Spotify <laughs> for a hundred million dollars. What do you mean? You guys will never see me on this earth anymore. Yeah. Inshallah, it gets to that, bro. <laughs> hey, that's the plan, honestly, dude. Yeah. But for now, I just want to have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Just talk with friends and family, honestly. Like, you're one of my closest friends. I really wanted to have you on. My like, first, first idea. I had was having you on, having more friends on, family later on. Whoever wants to come on, please feel free. If you have something to say and I want want a platform to say it, just let me know. And you don't have to be a pharmacist or a doctor, at least not that I'm aware of. No, you can be. I know yesterday we had Big Al, (laughs) the pharmacist, on here. Yeah, we did. Last episode when we had Big Al. Yeah, so you can pretty much be whatever you want as long as you have something to say. Like I said, you want a platform to say it on please feel free to hit me up and we can just talk between yeah. everything and nothing. This is a <laughs> very catchy title. Very catchy title. You know, I actually had help with the title. I had well, the original name in mind, but then I talked to this one girl, a friend of mine, mm. and then she actually said, it's good, why don't you tweak it? Like something like between everything and nothing. What was it originally? It was the podcast of everything and nothing. Huh. So that one word between, I don't know why, that like, sparked something for me wow smart girl shout out to serene but yeah so after that i was like you know what i sat there i'm like dang that name is so much better than mine <laughs> well, i was I'm, like screw well, it we're gonna change in. it i'm glad you're you oh, started yeah. and that you're in hopefully we can see you soon on youtube vlog yeah, channels I'm, I'm starting up my uh it's gonna be like a day in the life of a resident type blog or vlog channel i like it yeah, we'll see how that goes. Is it going to be like an episode of Grey's Anatomy? Not not as salacious, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you won't see me in the call rooms. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, that won't be on camera. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I'll let you know when that comes out. For I'm sure. planning on posting something this month. 
And then we also have a reaction channel, but we'll, we'll save the details on that for now. That, so you guys can look forward to that too, but we're going to keep that little hush-hush for now. And yeah. once we really get off the ground, that's where we're going to start really like making it more public and allowing people to actually, more people that we know to actually start watching this stuff because yeah. we want to get perfect at it. And you guys definitely don't want to wait too long before you decide to go do something that you're really passionate about. Why? <laughs> because like, before you know it, you get old. I'm 26, but I already feel like my joints are turning to dust out here. I get injured just waking up. <laughs> or you sound like that guy from SpongeBob in that one episode where the heart attacks put him to sleep. <laughs> His bones are made of glass. <laughs> Every day I wake up, I was born with paper skin. <laughs> oh, no. I'm turning 26 soon. Is this what I have to look forward to? Yeah, enjoy. It's all downhill from here, man. Damn. Honestly. Okay, guys. Looks like that's all the time we got here today. And as you know, we always like to leave off on a quote. So, Ali, do you want to send us off? Yeah, sure. So, my quote is by William Osler. He was a Canadian physician back in the 1800s. And he actually was one of the founding professors of John Hopkins uh, Hospital. Dang. Um, so, the quote is, We are here to add what we can to life, not to get what we can from life. Take from that what you will, people. Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast between everything and nothing. Thanks for having me, bro. Of Sick course, fade. man. Of course. Man. You I, know. I hope you invite me again. <laughs> you know, we gotta do we gotta do the bro culture some some justice. I got you. Thanks for listening, guys. Please don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and listen in. And hopefully, you guys will hear from me soon. Shamut out. <laughs>